Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of season two of your Calm Parenting Toolbox. It is the beginning of 2019, and I'm so excited to be back on board doing this podcast for you. I did take last year off um, as I spent an extra day home, uh, extra year home with my son before he started daycare. But this year I have all three kids in care, so it is full on with the podcast and with business in general. And it's so exciting. So thank you for being here. I really am honored and excited that you've joined me and I can't wait to bring you a wonderful year of calm parenting techniques to help you remain calm and respond to your child's challenging behavior in the way that you want to. And for this first episode this year, I wanted to talk to you about positive parenting and everything with this podcast, with my blog, with my coaching and business as a whole is all based upon the fundamentals of positive parenting. And you may have heard the term, you may not have. So I'm just going to spend today talking about the five features of positive parenting and I'm so excited to share them with you. So positive parenting is parenting that is authentic. It comes from the heart and it ensures that a child always feels loved regardless of what we're doing, whether we're disciplining our children, whether we're spending time with them, reading a book, helping them with their homework or taking them to a friend's house. It is that underlying feeling of love. Positive parenting is associated with better outcomes for child mental, emotional and physical development and it's also associated with a better quality of life for parents as well as enhanced mental and emotional well-being for mums and primary caregivers and parents as a whole. Parents who practice positive parenting are more concerned with long-term goals and how to really maintain that strong emotional connection with their child every day rather than getting stuck down in the day-to-day tasks. It is an overall parenting philosophy, you could say. And it's really about making sure that you can respond to your child's emotional needs as well as their physical needs to enhance their development. Now, there are five features of positive parenting, some that address with the child and some that are um, on the parent side of the equation. So the five of them are parenting style, feedback, Uh, support for us and for our children, 
the level of parental involvement and how much we look after ourselves. So that's parental self-care. And all of these five factors work together to create a positive parenting environment. So if we start, we have a look first at parenting style. And I've done an episode previously on this about, you know, looking at the different types of parenting styles. So you can go back through the archives and uh, have a listen to that. And it's also available on my blog. So check that out. But Basically, parents who practice positive parenting have an affectionate parenting style. You know, they focus on supporting and maintaining that strong attachment between their child um, and themselves. It's not about uh, enabling a child to be overly dependent, but in making sure that they are attached so that they know that they can come back to us when they need to and also go out and spread their wings as they become more independent and develop you know positive parents hold uh, realistic expectations it's really such a key for their child's physical mental and emotional capabilities in line with their developmental level and that's really a crucial part of it it's like letting children be children and not expecting them to act behave speak and manage adult emotions in the way an adult does when they're a child Uh, One of the big things with positive parenting is making sure that we are consistent and following through with what we tell our child. And that's not just in discipline and um, setting up boundaries for behavior, but also about saying that if we say we're going to do something, then we do it. So, you know, holding up our end of the battle and being a mum of her own word. Uh, parents who are positive parents will apologize to their child whenever necessary without putting blame upon them. So avoiding phrases such as, I'm sorry I yelled at you, but if you had listened to me, I wouldn't have had to. That's not really an apology, is it? And a positive parent acknowledges that um, they are the primary influence in their child's life, particularly in those really early foundational years, and therefore take responsibility in the example that they set. So the concept of do as I say and not as I do is really not present in a positive parenting household, and nor do parents say because I told you to do that. Um, A parent who is striving to teach their child emotional control is also making sure that they're a really good role model by expressing their emotions in a healthy manner. So a lot of positive parenting has to do with how we parent, so the style of parenting. So if you're not sure about the style of parenting you are, you know, have a think, sit down with a piece of paper and go, oh, what do I do here? What do I do there? Um, And how might that fit in with what positive parenting is? So when we talk about the second um, factor of positive parenting, we want to talk about the feedback. And as I mentioned, a lot of positive parenting is concerned with the emotional well-being of our child. 
and praise and feedback that we give our child are unique for each child's individual requirements, their personality, their age, their development, um, any comorbidities, emotional health problems, physical problems that they may have. Um, And all of this is made sure that it's given at a time and making sure that a child feels loved respected and safe at all time and those really are three key words when it comes to positive parenting where feedback um, you know and you know helping our children learn things is a huge part of discipline and so parents who are positive parents focus on positive behavior from their children so discipline techniques are focused on helping our children learn from their situation and their mistakes mistakes, you know, things like natural consequences, as well as lessons of how can we learn and how can we deal with things differently next time. It's not about smacking, shaming, using timeout techniques. It's not about punishment. It's about respect and working with our child's unique strengths to help them develop their own emotional intelligence, their own emotional control and appropriate behaviors within their own timeline, not rushing them to grow up. Positive parents are very supportive and they support the uniqueness of their child and foster their own interests without putting their own expectations upon their child. And this level of support for our child is that third factor of what a positive parent is. Children who are parented through positive parenting techniques can um, feel that they are supported at all times and not just when they achieve certain goals. You know, they're not made to feel like failures or disappointment or as if they're required to do something in order for their child to be happy. And this is really a key that, you know, our child doesn't feel like they have to live up to our expectations. We're not putting expectations up on them because we respect and support them for their development. And positive parenting does not um, end just with interactions with the child. So it's not just between parent and child. Parents also advocate and support their child in all situations. So this can include advocating for their needs in external situations. So that's things like daycare and preschool or school or in social environments. It also means that uh, parents also play a really active role in any therapeutic relationships so that's medical allied health professionals so that they're really in there supporting the child's development and emotional well-being from the outside by helping you know organize and activate other services um, and supportive environments when needed. Parents who practice positive parenting also support their child's relationships and that's not only just within the family but also within extended family as well as friendship groups. You know, they help their child to maintain honest and respectful relationships. They guide them and provide advice only when needed without telling children how they should be feeling and only really help them with major 
um, disagreements when their child asks them. So this is no micromanaging of children's friendships because that's not allowing a child to develop. Parents are also really interested in their child's friends. And so this is really important as our kids get older. Um, and, you know, once they get over about seven, usually eight, nine, ten, they're starting to look more outside of the family for more friends and they want to have more friends over. So parents become interested in their friends and encourage them to come over to the house, meet up in social situations. And this is really good because not only do you know um, and can develop relationships with other parents so you can trust that your child can go over to their house, but it also demonstrates to your child that you are interested in their life. You know, you're not telling them now, oh, you're going on a play date with so-and-so because you know he's the son of my best friend but oh I'm here I'm supporting you like this person that's great come over and you ask them questions you'd be interested um, and it really shows such a respect for the child's likes wants and needs the fourth feature of positive parenting is, and I think you could probably have a guess about it, it's the level of parental involvement. And positive parents put a high level of importance on being involved in their child's life. But this does not mean that they are present 100% of the time or required to stay home, um, be stay-at-home parents or micromanage or are involved in every single detail and need to know everything that's going on. What it means is that they are emotionally attentive and respectful to their child's needs. You know, they put a premium on spending quality time one-on-one -on -one with their children where they're fully present and engaged, whether that's, you know, sitting on the floor with their toddler playing bricks um, or sitting playing Legos with um, an older child or helping an older child cook in the kitchen um, or taking, you know, kids to the park, the skate park and being there for them. All this quality time demonstrates that respect and it doesn't need to be done for humans huge amounts of time you know it could be as little as 10 or 15 minutes each day but as part of the daily routine and it creates this expectation that the children can always know that their parents are there and want to spend that time with them. Children who live in two-parent households uh, receive consistent involvement from both parents who work together as a team, and that's really important in a positive parenting household because when the two parents are on different opposite ends of the spectrum and one's doing one thing and one's doing the other, it really does not create the best environment for a child. So positive parents know that we all come with our own baggage from our own childhood, our own values and beliefs that we've developed throughout our life and go, okay, well, I might be different on this situation than you. I have a different viewpoint 
point, you think about this and you think about that. Let's come together and try and work a way forward together that is respectful for both both of us and then go forward with parenting. So it's really cooperative between the parents. And the same thing, of course, works in uh, co-parenting or two household families where both parents continue to put a priority on consistent parenting techniques and work within an agreed parenting plan. Now, it can be really hard in two household families um, and sometimes we can't, well, actually, most of the time we can't control what the other parent is doing. And so in dynamics like this where one household is not positive parenting, the the family that is, so maybe it's a mother, maybe it's the father, um, maybe it's a mother um, of a same-sex couple that's split or a father of a same-sex couple that's split. Whichever one chooses the positive parenting uh, strategies, they make sure that they don't badmouth the other parent or overcompensate. You know, they're striving to be that strong and solid primary attachment figure for the benefit of their child. Now, the fifth, and I would say probably one of the biggest foundational features of positive parenting has very little to do with the child and how we are with our child. It is how we look after ourselves. So that's parental self-care. Parents who use positive parenting techniques are self-aware and reflective. They understand that the strategies that they've chosen to use with their child for the benefit of their child are really not often easy. They often take a lot longer time and energy. Uh, They take a whole lot of commitment to be that consistent um, and respectful and gentle but they are committed to them because they know the benefits that they have. They're also aware of how doing all these strategies can really drain a parent. And, you know, there's always that saying, you know, we cannot parent from an empty cup. And parents using positive parenting techniques look after themselves on a daily basis. You know, they eat well, they exercise, they maintain their own personal friendships, they take regular periods of downtimes. And just like have realistic expectations of their children, they have realistic expectations for themselves. It's really important for a parent who wants to use positive parenting to be aware of their own limitations and, you know, regularly read and investigate new techniques, attend talks, workshops, seek out professional support when necessary. They know that the more parenting skills they learn, the more they have in their toolbox, the more easier and enjoyable it is to be a parent. You know, they forgive themselves when they have a bad day and let go of behaviors that they've done in the past, um, forgive themselves and move forward. I'm sure after listening to those five features, you might be saying, oh, well, that's a lot to be doing. And it is, you know, positive parenting isn't easy and positive parenting is not perfect parenting. It is just an attitude. It is a way of addressing our child's needs, a way of responding to our child's needs. It takes commitment, hard work and 
daily focus, to be that conscious parent and to look within ourselves and break free of patterns of reacting to our child's behavior and instead, you know, acting like the type of mom that we want to be. Positive parents, you know, we're always striving to do our best and trying to learn as many techniques as possible uh, to be, you know, that calm, connected and conscious parent always forgiving ourselves and moving on when we make a mistake there is no such thing as the perfect parent and we really need to let go of the guilt and make sure that we are being the best type of mum we can be for our child and that type of mum is not a mum who constantly beats herself up for something that she did earlier today, yesterday, a year ago, five years ago, or whatever. That is the type of mum who is present today, responding to her child's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual needs in order to support the child to be the best that they can be, while also supporting herself. So this is the first episode in this Calm Parenting Toolbox podcast series for 2019. And this is what this year is going to be all about. And I'm going to be regularly referring back to these five features. So um, make sure that if you have any questions, you pop over to Facebook, just search Blissed Out Mums and come and ask me, you know, there's a link to my Facebook book group there as well which is calm parenting courses and there's all information on webinars and parenting strategies in there you know thank you so much for joining me in this episode and if all of this has hit a chord with you or helped you in some way then you know I really would love to hear your feedback please pop over to iTunes or wherever you've accessed this episode rate it leave a comment or come over to Facebook and leave a review on my Facebook page just search for blissed out mums and remember you can always pop over to my website to access a whole heap of parenting resources, including back episodes of this podcast, my blog, free training, free videos, and links to the latest webinars. And all my contact details are there as well. So if you want to dive deeper into any of this and discuss with me how you could be a more positive parent. Uh, Maybe something I've said today has made you think, oh, that's the missing piece I've got, but I don't know how to do it. Or perhaps you thought you were a positive parent and and you're using timeout and you want to understand why that's not a positive parenting technique. Then jump over to my website and get in contact and we can have a chat. I hope you all have a beautiful day. I'm excited to be back with this series for 2019. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. So happy parenting to you all. And I will speak to you next time. Bye for now.